to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with food news. Yeah. Night. Yeah. <laughs> teeth. And Bachelor contestant Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your better ones, Amelia. That Thanks. was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, before we get into this show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. All right, Tea Time is checking in with food news. We got food on the mind. Thanksgiving is coming up-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween also some- first. Oh, I mean, Halloween, we got the candy holiday of the year. Sure. And then the food holiday of the year. So, right. No and there's time. also some good stuff that came out this week um, in regards to this. So Kate, start us off. All right. A couple weeks ago, there was a viral review um, on Facebook and also on Twitter of Brock's turkey dinner candy corn, which um, is obviously just like a, they do it so that people like us will talk about how gross it is. However, uh, we have to talk about how gross it is because it's disgusting. So they made, <laughs> first of all, candy corn, all time bad candy, just atrocious. Do we have anyone who is pro candy corn on this podcast? Wait, speak now. What about the little marshmallow pumpkins? I like those. We'll allow those. Those okay. are allowed. <laughs> different, different kind of thing. Same company, different thing. Um, yeah. So this is like candy corn, but it's flavored like a turkey dinner. So Ugh. Heather Martin, who is a mother of two from Texas, but who has a way with words, decided to go on social media and review uh, the candy corn. So there are six flavors. They are roasted turkey, green beans, stuffing, uh, sweet potato pie, cranberry sauce, and coffee. So I, hmm. can I ask a question? Yes. Are they all the, those are all different in different individual candy corns. That is not a combined flavor. Correct. Of one. Okay. Correct. Okay. They're different individual candy corns. So okay. in Heather's review, she said the first thing that's horrible is that the, the stuffing, the um, apple pie and the turkey and gravy all look incredibly similar. So like, <laughs> it's just anybody's guess, which of those brown candy corns <laughs> tastes like an apple pie, which is the only one that, that in the thing that is good. Right. Um, the coffee one is a dark brown. She said that that's the smell of that one overpowers all the others. Um, so then it makes it difficult to discern uh, any of the others. Right. Lulls you into a false sense of security. She said that the cranberry sauce should have been just a home run, which it should have been. That's just a fruit flavor. Like, mm-hmm. can we not get that right? However, that was quite horrible. There was no candy or no cranberry involved at all. It tastes like a cough drop. And oh. then I'm just going to read her words of the green bean casserole uh, oh. candy corn. She said, friends, it is unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> if you left a cup of green tea on the porch in bad weather for a week, during which time it attained sentience and promptly began plotting your demise. And also you hate green tea. That's what this tastes like. She said, it tastes like you mowed the lawn with your mouth open. Uh, oh, <laughs> really atrocious. Uh, and I just candy corn is so bad already. It just, it, they didn't have to make it worse. Um, mm. with that said, if we were like in an office setting and somebody brought in a bag of these, like I would try them, you know? Sure. So I don't know why they had to do the turkey dinner plus the apple pie plus the coffee. Right. Why? 
I don't know. Like if you're going to go all in, just do like mashed potatoes. Yeah. Or how about the drink is like a cider, you know, like some spiced cider Mm. situation. I also thought the coffee was weird. It doesn't match the rest. Um, But yeah, I would I would try at least a couple of these just to say I did. Also, in other candy corn related crimes, uh, (laughs) there is a blogger who runs the site Bounded by Buns, who blogs about (laughs) um, sandwiches. And thanks to Andrew Gardaro for posting this in our Slack channel minutes before tea time today. I was like, great, perfect. Let's add it to food news. Uh, Jonathan Surratt, in honor of Halloween, created the candy corn dog sandwich. First of all, he's calling it a sandwich. It's clearly a hot dog. All he's done is in, he actually made a lot of effort went into this. He separated all of the candy corns into their colors. So he has like the dark orange, the light orange and the white. He melted them down separately mushed them together into a log so that they're like a candy corn colored log. Although he also like did a bad job. So it's like really ugly and bad. This um, is, oh. And then he put it on a hot dog bun and covered it in uh, mustard and ketchup and took a bite out of it. I so, haven't eaten breakfast nasty. yet. And something is happening to my stomach. <laughs> I feel a bit queasy looking at these photos. Yeah, really bad. Ooh. Really. I mean, oh. obviously just like a, a prank for the holiday, but... The picture itself is just atrocious. So uh, candy corn, let's not, is the takeaway from just all of this. Why do people insist on making shit with hot dogs? Do you remember the viral thing where the spaghetti, you stick the raw spaghetti into the hot dog and then it's like all noodle-y around? <laughs> no. I'll have We've to send covered, you guys that later. We have covered <laughs> several hot dog adjacent food items. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the pickle, oh the pickle yes. inside the hot butter. dog. In peanut butter, yeah. Honestly, yeah. still would eat that one, but... Okay, we gotta keep <laughs> going. Okay, next. This was uh, riveting. This came from Mel Magazine, and it went viral. It was posted in our Ringer Slack as well. Title of this article is, Meet the guy who spends just $150 a year to eat all of his meals at Six Flags. Immediately had to click on it. Um, mm-hmm. This is fascinating. So it's a story about this man named Dylan. He's a 33-year-old electric engineer in Santa Clarita, California. And apparently he has figured out a system where you can pay $150 for unlimited year-round access to Six Flags, which includes parking and two meals a day. So he times it and he eats lunch and dinner there every single day. (laughs) But to his credit, in the seven years that he's been doing this, paid down his student loans. He got married. He bought a house. So this is a successful way, I believe, to do your finances. To give you a couple details, essentially this started where he was doing an internship and out the window, he could see Six Flags. He's also a roller coaster guy. And then he found out about this annual pass and has been doing it ever since. (laughs) So he said the first year he was doing this, he never went to the grocery store. He would run to Six Flags during his lunch break, you know, at work, run back. And then on his way home, he'd pit stop there and also get dinner. Um, Before I go further, do you guys have thoughts at the top of this? Uh, it just seems like such a hassle to get in and out. I mean, just like as a person who like hates to park and like hates crowds, like braving the entryway of Six Flags, you have to go through security. You have to fucking wear a mask. You have to do all this shit and then stand in line at whatever hellish food court they have. Right. To get lunch and dinner every single day. And that's better than just stopping at McDonald's. I know. I agree. And also how, you know what, like at Disneyland, it's like you have to pay a lot for parking. Do you have to pay a lot for parking for Six Flags? No, I mean, parking I guess is run, included you, in this annual pass. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. It's it all inclusive. Wow. It can't no. be easy. No, I sure. Mean, and also like what kind of food is this guy eating? I Let me concerns. tell you. Well, okay. So the first year, the menu was very limited. This was obviously over seven years ago. Burgers, fries, pizza, breadsticks, and then, or you get a sandwich. It's He says it wasn't really healthy. Obviously, mm. in the last couple of years, everybody as a society has been trying to make a more inclusive menu. So he says now they have some um, meatless meatballs, some vegan options, some turkey dogs. He said there's some huh. seasonal options that get them through the year. There's like a Thanksgiving corn dog. It's a turkey dog (laughs) topped with cranberry sauce, stuffing, and a slathering of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? I was was with you until the mayonnaise. If you click into the article I linked, you can see a photo and maybe we'll link it out on our cursed Instagram, but it's bad. It is a slathering of mayonnaise. And now I was really into that until the mayonnaise. Wow, that's horrible. 
Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, yeah. Then he says he had this menu item, the chicken balls, about seven. He's had around 750 balls total in the last seven years. He's eaten 2,000 meals at Six Flags. But with that math, the price per meal is 50 cents. You what? can't beat that, you guys. Wow. He's paying about 50 cents per meal. What? There. I yeah. mean, are these, me. chick- these chicken balls are like... <laughs> Covered in cheese and bacon bits and it's nasty, hot yeah. sauce. I just wor- I want to see a picture of this man. I need to know like what this has done to him, right? Uh, as mm. a person, he says his wife is. Ha- you know that they grocery shop a little bit. They cook some at home. I don't know what I would do if my partner or the person I was <laughs> dating was. <laughs> get married in the first place how do you uh, tell they're like hey where do you want to go on a date he's like actually i only have one option no. <laughs> we have it's to go to cost flags. effective <laughs> i don't know i don't know amelia wow. would you ever do this for no, any let's say I you just, got free meals at six flags no i just again <laughs> like i don't want to drive there you have to waste gas right. money it's like, the hassle I'm not doing it I'm the not hassle doing of it, it. the it hassle like, is what's stopping you two from yes, eating yes. every meal at six flags well that's no, it I, the hassle and like I don't want to eat fair food all the time, you know? Right. Yeah. That's the I bit, would right. be I would be more likely to eat fair food than I would to de- be like deal with parking, <laughs> deal with the entry, deal with the okay. crowd. You would. You would be just like, ah, too many people. <laughs> but everything else is kind of fine. I mean, I'm fine. I, I would love to eat unhealthy food uh, all the time, sure. but I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't deal with all the hassle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wow. let's move on. Next one. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I said in this outline that I would eat Megan the Stallion's hottie sauce um, at Popeyes before this podcast, and then I didn't, so I apologize. But <laughs> Megan the Stallion has hottie sauce, and it is at Popeyes, and she's had some really great ads where she's like dressed as the devil. It's really, um, she looks great. Yeah, it's awesome, and I love chicken and hot sauce, so I hopefully will be able to try it sometime. Um, and then I read a review, and it, the, the person said that it, tastes exactly like Popeye's sweet heat sauce. So it's like they're oh. nearly identical. Just rebranded. So, Do they exactly. have Popeye's where you live? Because they don't really have them in Indiana. They have them here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But um, wow. but I think it was like a recent, like, you know, recently we got mm. Dunkin' Donuts like in the past five wow. years. And it's like, wow, we're, we're becoming stuff. a big city. <laughs> this is a big market city now. Wow. Okay. Wow. Hottie sauce is really cute. Also, I reading know. an article about this. Did you know that Taco Bell named Lil Nas X as chief impact officer? Yes, I did see what? that. <laughs> How did that skip our radar? <laughs> Anyway, wow. separate food uh, news. We'll okay, let us know if you try it. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, last one. I took this because no one else wanted it. Uh, Pepsi has a new Cracker Jack flavored soda. And yes, it comes with a prize. However, the prize mm. is Pepsi temporary tattoos. So it's like, that's yeah, not oh. a prize. Oh, um, okay. However, I would try this, actually. This kind of sounds good to me. It's got caramel, popcorn, and peanut flavors. Thoughts? Yeah? No? I think it's good. But yeah, you can. I'm. I want you to try it. I mean, I would have to win it because you can't actually buy it. Oh, it's one of those things. Oh, it's fuck one of that. those. That's I dumb. know they think that people like really want this, and I'm like, like I'm, I. I mean, I so. would try it, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna, not gonna, you actually, what you have to do is sing, take me out to the ball game. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you re- no. can you repeat the flavor profile of that soda? Uh, caramel, popcorn, and peanut. Huh. Mm. No, all right. No, all right. No Fair enough. Sure definitely, <laughs> definitely not worth singing uh, the classic tune "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" um, on Twitter or TikTok. But yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> Except I will say, harder. if you do do it, you'll probably be one of like two people, so you probably will win. That's also, actually true. Actually, this is funny. So the tweet uh, actually is: Do you want prizes like Pepsi Cracker Jack or final series tickets? <laughs> Uh, like they put oh. the Pepsi first, like, oh, that's wow. what people really want. And then they're like, oh, that's or you could also get tickets uh, to the World Series. Mm. So, wow. you know, weigh your priorities. Uh, <laughs> and if anyone wins this and tries it, please let us know. Please yeah. let us know. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, we got Not Worth the Tea, This Week in Social Media, and Relationship News. I've been waiting to talk about this for a week now. This is Paris Hilton's wedding registry that came out. It's just as insane as you'd imagine. She's getting married November 11th to that man, Carter Rude. <laughs> to that man. <laughs> um, 
And it's a public wedding registry, which I guess makes hmm. sense. But I'm just shocked that, you know, it's just out there and I can see what Paris Hilton wants in her hmm. home. And it's just as gaudy and expensive as all of you guys are imagining. Um, <laughs> you got a $1,000 caviar server with a spoon. You have a $400 singular wine glass. You have a $990 <laughs> lamp. Um, if you wanted a more affordable option, there's $250 ice tongs. And the thing sure. is, like every registry, you can see who's already bought the items so you don't have a duplicate for the bride and groom. So people oh, are so buying funny. her these $500 Hermes plates and these fucking, sorry for my language, <laughs> but these like $250 little tiny coaster situations. And it's like, I guess that would be Paris Hilton's, you know, wedding guest, but it still feels sure. crazy. It's so funny that this is just like publicly accessible to me. Yeah. It is not password protected or anything. <laughs> right. Paris Maybe. Carter 2021. It's so easy. <laughs> Maybe she's hoping people will take, uh, not pity, but like interest, yeah. you know, and buy her stuff. I don't know. Right. Like, no one can afford this. Also, well, I'm sorry, but like this stuff is gaudy. It's just like all of her yeah. plates and, and all these sets that she's, and they're all Hermes are just... You can just tell it's going to be a stuffy home Ugh. for Carter in Paris. But Gross. Anyway. <laughs> Gross. I'm sorry. Anyway, check it out. It's on Geary's. <laughs> you can literally find it on Google. It's very easy. Um. <sighs> anyway, next one, Amelia. Yes, Adele. She freaking loves Celine Dion, which, you know, I, yeah, Celine Dion has some hits. Um, Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm not obsessed with her the way that some people are obsessed with her, mm. but I will give them you know, they're due on loving Celine Dion. Anyway, <laughs> she recently did a 73 questions YouTube segment and she was like, oh, my friend James Corden, you know, she, she said James Corden, who's a friend of mine, but also does carpool karaoke, which is like, what? Yes, we know that. Like, <laughs> duh. Like, I love you, Adele, but what are you like? Do you think we're all idiots? I don't. OK, anyway. Um, so apparently she I don't know. He did a carpool karaoke with, I don't really watch carpool karaoke's. Do you guys do that? No. I used to in their like heyday, sure, you know, before yeah. they ruined it. <laughs> right. Um, exactly. So not I so guess much anymore. he made Celine Dion spit on a piece of paper and um, then Adele framed it. So just what? her spit on paper. No, sorry. Gum. I'm sorry. I didn't mention I gum. Like, I'm what? sorry. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's weird too, I'm but sorry. gum. Okay, so. so Celine Dion chewed a piece of gum, spit uh -huh. it out onto a piece of paper. Yeah. I'm picturing like James Corden doing like the mom thing where they're like spit it out like right into their hand. Oh, <laughs> oh. yes. Yeah. Um, Ugh, and then no. Adele has it. Yeah. And framed it. That's okay. Yeah. This is kind of annoying because obviously Adele could have anything of Celine Dion she wants. I bet they have met. I bet they're right. even, you know, like right. uh, Celine Dion could have given her some personal nice items she framed. This is just kind of for. It's a bit, yeah. It's yeah. a bit, and yeah. which pisses me off, but it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Interesting. I also well, hate 73 questions, but that's a different... I hate that too. guy. They're so that. awkward. They're oh, so scripted. Oh, my God. It's awful. I never, never watch them if I can help horrendous. it. Never forget when Kendall Jenner said her spirit animal was Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that lives online forever. <laughs> wow, I watched it's that one. True. I'm assuming you guys yeah. made me. Uh, yeah, probably. For content purposes. I do remember that. <laughs> Next... This is not worth the tea, although I know some people are excited about it, so I'm not going to poo-poo on it too much. But Skims and Fendi are collaborating. Yeah. Uh, they are releasing it on November 9th. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like Fendi labeled Skims wear. So you got some of her dresses and tops that start at $950. The leggings are going to go for um, $1,100. And then okay. you got a $3,000 puffer jacket. And it's exactly all the skims that the items of clothing that already exist. They have just slapped the Fendi logo on it, which is fine. I mean, yeah, people really love labels and but I'm just like, oh, my God. Also, I don't know if you guys feel this way. It feels like Skims is doing something new and releasing some new collection every single day. And I can't keep up. They do. It's amazing. They do. I literally they do at least one per week, if not two drops per week. Right. Amelia, wow. speak for your brand. Who? What are they doing? <laughs> what is Skims doing here? Okay. I don't know, but I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like kind of into this Fendi drop, but then I was yeah. like, and, uh, the cheapest thing is $100. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. I don't have that kind of disposable yeah. cash. No. <laughs> which of you, which of you has the dentist that's really into Skims? <laughs> it's fucking Amelia. Oh yeah. Oh, my dentist Amelia? is into 
Lisa Skims. Yeah. She, I need to go back to her. Thank you for so talking through with her. I do like Skims. I do like Skims, but I'm not, again, I'm not paying like $100 right, for a right. pair of briefs. There's a limit. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. So. Agreed. Next one. This is actually a piece of good news. Amelia. Yes. Uh, Dancing with the Stars. I, I mean, I guess it kind of went viral. I feel like, you know, every once in a while it goes viral for like a good dance or something. And mm-hmm. it was horror week this week, which I thought was really fun. And two dances, I think, took people by surprise in how good they were. One being Iman Shumpert, former NBA player. And his, I think her name is Daniela. He did a dance, a contemporary dance with her where she stood on his shoulders and they danced to I've Got Five on it from the Us soundtrack. And it was just, it was Amazing! Did you guys watch? She yes, that. really good. Also, I like that he's swinging her around. He was swinging so much her manpower, <laughs> crazy. It was really cool. <laughs> I've watched that video like upwards of ten times. So um, <laughs> that was cool. And then also JoJo Siwa, which I do think it's a little unfair that she's competing on the show because I, I think it's great what she's doing with having a female partner. However. Yeah. She got famous from Dance Moms. Like she is right. a dance. This is objectively a, a dancer. Yeah, yeah. Right. and she obviously she's been killing it. She did a, an it inspired one where she dressed up as the goddamn clown, and mm. it was really good too. <laughs> Didn't say the stars is not in its flop era. It's I know they're opposite. thriving. Uh, I saw a really funny video where they were like very wholeheartedly doing press, uh, like doing an interview after or before their dance. And Joe mm-hmm. Joe Josie was literally in full Pennywise drag, like as the clown. It's just like very calmly like talking into a microphone uh, with like a, this poor reporter who has to stare down and interview Pennywise. Um, it's horrific. But yeah, they both have been great, and like people are like really talking about it, like in a way they other are. Than, you know, why is Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars, which was like the last big right. Dancing with the Stars item that people were talking about. Um, and another so. thing with that is like Olivia Jade is still on. Let's Ugh. vote her out, America. Get her okay? out of there. Come vote on now. that bitch out. Amelia, <laughs> let me ask you, is this yeah. going to replace, let's say this continues, this like rise. <laughs> yeah. Is this going to replace the masked dancer slash singer for you? The masked <laughs> franchise for you? I've I already mean, moved on from the masked franchise. You know, I'll watch wow. like, you. Yeah, I'll maybe watch a performance here and there. I know the season, because they always have new seasons on, is going on right now. And I just like, is I don't it? care. Again? Yeah. God, it never yes, ends. I know. And, um, but to be honest, like I, tr- here's the thing. I tried watching Dancing with the Stars like the episode on Hulu. And I was like, I just, I hate all these people. Like, I just mm, like, yeah. I, you know, I usually love Tyra, but she's just a lot. And all the judges are annoying. And I'm just yes. like, I don't want to watch this. I don't just like- stick to the YouTube clips. That's yeah. the only way to do it. Exactly. And also it's like these ballroom dances, like they're stuffy and I don't care. Make them all contemporary dances. Yeah. You know? Agreed. It's true. So. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Oh, this is kind of depressing, but I just need to update everyone. There are a lot of rumors could be true, could be mm. false, but yeah. lots of rumors uh, that Olivia Munn and Don Mulaney have already broken up. D- would be sad. Obviously, Olivia Munn uh, is pregnant with his child, as has been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just I'm exhausted. I'm kind of like, ugh, I don't want them to be broken up because honestly, we put so much time and effort into complaining about this relationship that like, <laughs> right. I, I need that to, you know, be it's for like, waste. Yeah. right. So you know, rooting for them. Hopefully the rumors are false, but like there are a lot of different sort of unconfirmed sources saying that they are done. So, so mm-hmm. tough. That's yeah. tough. Really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, does, just an update. Yeah. All right. We can move on. Just keep us posted, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I will. Um, lastly, Amelia. Uh, lastly, really quick, <laughs> BJ Novak, who is most famous for playing Ryan on The Office. I don't really know what other stuff he's done. No offense to him, but um <laughs> Apparently, he said on Instagram stories years ago, someone mistakenly put an image of me on a public domain site. And now apparently I am on products all around the world. And this is true because BuzzFeed did this this like article and showcased all these different um, products that he's randomly on. And it's like it looks like it was like some outtake from the office of Ryan or something. He's just like, you know, just staring out into the camera. And he's on like a razor from China. He's on uh, paint from Uruguay, Um, some (laughs) random Swedish cologne. Like it is so like, what the fuck is going on? It's really funny. 
So, so he, they're just photoshopping his face onto different. It, they took yeah. the one singular image, and then now he's on like a poncho, and they just like photoshopped <laughs> a body on him. Exactly. That's. I guess he does kind of have that like stock man image, sure. kind of like he unrecognizable does. but kind of recognizable face. Yeah, and I'm sure you know, yeah, exactly. Like he's not so famous where it's like if it was Brad Pitt, everyone would be like, "That's right. Brad Pitt." It's like <laughs> I swear I've seen that guy before, but maybe I'll buy this poncho to charge exactly. my memory. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> So that's it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if anyone wants to chime in, let me know. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus. View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's do cringe mode. I'm looking forward to this. Can't wait to discuss with you guys. This week, our cringe mode is covering Night Teeth. It is out on Netflix now. Without further ado, I just kind of want to hand this immediately to Kate. So she has to deal with this. Can you talk us through the plot and maybe some of the, the cast, Kate? Uh, yeah, this was a Kai McMullen suggestion, which is never a good sign. Because <laughs> she doesn't have to watch them. Um, but this movie, uh, at, I mean, at a glance, seemed like pretty much cringe mode core. Uh, yeah. we've got Megan Fox. I mean, if, as if there was nothing else, that was enough. Uh, Debbie Ryan, Sydney Sweeney, Lucy Fry, um, as well as Alfie Allen and George Lindeborg Jr. Um, and basically it's like all these girls are vampires and Alfie Allen also who's in Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, uh, this poor guy, Benny is like a, he takes over for his brother. Who's like a driver and he accidentally gets tossed into this like vampire versus humans war in LA. And he's like driving around the vampires and he, you know, just gets tossed into all these situations. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, he falls in love with Debbie Ryan in one night. Sure. Uh, she's a vampire. And mm -hmm. then he, uh, there's like this big conflict and he gets turned into a vampire and decides to spend eternity with Debbie Ryan. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> that was good. That was very Thanks. good. It was. Thanks. So uh, we have a light highlight section, but let's do it. <laughs> um, I think I was really charmed by Benny, a.k.a. George Lindenberg Jr. He has been in a, uh, a couple of things, but none that I've seen, like Love, Simon, the two Spider-Man, Homecoming, and Far From Home. Mm. And then that Transformers remake, like Bumblebee. But haven't seen him. And 
genuinely, he was a redeeming factor. I thought his performance where everyone around him was so cringy I could die. He was playing it pretty straight and was pretty charming Mm -hmm. as this like boyish, like new world, kind of like does it out of his element type of thing. Mm -hmm. So yes, I'm going to say that. He was a highlight. Good for him. Good for Mm -hmm. him. Then I was really grasping at straws, but (laughs) they have this car service, like Kate said. And He's driving Debbie Ryan and Lucy Fry around and there's a GPS system that the car has that <laughs> looks very advanced and I would like to have that GPS system. It looks like a video game and I was like kind of mesmerized. Tried Googling a couple of things. No one's written about it yet, but probably soon, you know, it'll get picked up <laughs> once more people watch this movie. Uh-huh. Keep an eye out for that. Good stuff. Um, Good yeah. stuff, Liz. What else? <laughs> uh, so my highlight is that I appreciated that it wasn't scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Halloween. It's October. We try to do four Halloween movies. Um, yeah. I missed one last week, uh, but I appreciated that Amelia did not make us watch Malignant, um, which hey, was was Anytime. possibly on the table <laughs> earlier in the month. So this movie had vampires, but they were sexy vampires. They weren't scary vampires. And that was a highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> it was. Yes. Amelia, what do you have? <laughs> My <laughs> highlight was that I feel like this movie really wanted to be collateral. Do you remember that Tom Cruise movie? I actually have mm-hmm. never seen that movie, but I've seen a trailer and it just reminded <laughs> me of it. Sure. Because he's like someone, I think it's Jamie Foxx is driving Tom Cruise and he's like, you know, get into the car and drive me places. And so like this happened, with, but with vampires. Exact same movie. Yep. Mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, you know what? I think they missed the mark just in general, but mm-hmm. I did like the aesthetic. I like that mm. it was like dark nighttime Los Angeles. Yes. I thought that was fun. And honestly, this movie is running on vibes and vibes only. <laughs> so, so true. You know? so it's true. so true, Amelia. Uh, as soon as Lucy Fry stuck her head out the window and the wind was blowing, there was some synth music in the back and it was like slow-mo. I was like, okay, there's, no, there's, there's nothing here. There's nothing here. <laughs> um, okay, um, let's do the lowlights. We all have thoughts. Kate, I hand it to you. First up, uh, and this is apparently controversial. Amelia disagrees. Uh, <laughs> I know there have been a lot of vampire movies with yeah. a lot of vampire adjacent titles, but how was Night Teeth the best we could do? Uh, there has to be something better out there, right? Amelia, yeah. what's your counter argument? <laughs> I'm lame and I like this title. I thought it was intriguing. I don't know. <laughs> is Night Teeth, it's just because they hunt and obviously they're, they're vampires. They have big teeth and, then, and it yeah. takes place at night. I don't know. All I right. thought that was cool. I was like, damn. Nice. Night teeth. <laughs> Makes you think. Yeah. Um, I legitimately can't with Debbie Ryan and Lucy Fry's performance <laughs> in this movie. Oh my God. The fact that we all got past the first 20 minutes is a miracle. They are, their two characters are like, quote, you know, supposed to be cool, sexy women that are mm. supposed to just be kind of socialites. Like, you know, we don't know that they're vampires right. exactly yet. And they're just supposed to be these intimidating, like calling Benny Prez like driver and like carted around Los Angeles. Oh my God. I can't <laughs> tell you how awful it was to see Debbie Ryan in this role. Like I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I I it, thought Lucy Fry was 10 times worse. Yeah, she, they're to both me, was, she was Debbie annoying. Ryan at least was like the earnest one who like falls in love with the human. It's true. Lucy yeah. Fry was like, she, first of all, she had like the side mohawk thing where oh, it's like, God. which we're going to talk about the styling in a minute, but like yes. that, she was like, it's like she looked in the mirror and was like, my hair is four inches high and like, this is just what I need to embody. <laughs> yes. And it was just awful. She was so bad. It, it just it like did, did not work exactly. No, with no. I, I just thought this movie was so boring. Like I literally yeah. looked up and said, I saw that I had an hour and 15 minutes left and I was like, no, 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 that's not what's going on here. And and let me tell you, I've seen the Suspiria remake. So I've had to muscle my way through bad horror films. And this one really takes the cake. It was just like, what is going on? I hate everyone in this film. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really just like they drive and then he waits outside. He, they drive, they walk into a room. They drive, yeah. someone gets bitten, but like really quickly in an, an, an interesting way. They drive, exactly. they walk into another room. It exactly. Was like, what? And did it get old where they're like, oh, you're scared, driver? Yes. And I'm like, right. yeah, well, you can only say that a thousand times. Right. Like, no one has oh. ever talked to their driver this much in the history of being driven. Yeah. Just stupid. Also, yes. the costuming is so funny to me. I know that obviously there's a the vampire look, you know, it's also mm-hmm. night. They're supposed to be like yeah. spooky, sexy, cool spooky, Los sexy, Angelinos. Cool. But 
It was like a teenager thought about a sexy <laughs> vampire for five seconds. It was like, done? This is the costuming of every vampire. I'm sorry, but it was bad. It could have been more original. It was just like dark sequins, dark lipstick, and like Sydney Sweeney was in next to nothing and every other <laughs> character. Went, and I was just like, okay. And then also they died within five minutes of being on screen, but that's a different problem. But yeah, I just, it, none of this, I mean, not that it was, I don't know, none of it felt cool to me. No, the costume. it was very like, you know, 16 year old walks into like the Hot Topic Halloween section, mm. sees yes. something with a stud on it and is like, yes. I'm an adult <laughs> and I'm going to wear this for Halloween. Exactly. <laughs> very tough. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys agree with this. It does feel like there is better work out there for all of these actors. I cannot believe Sydney Sweeney and Megan Fox were in it. I guess anything yeah. vampire related, Megan Fox is like, yes, I'm in. <laughs> no, it's, no it's Netflix. So that is very cool, especially yeah. as like a budding actor. But just like, I mean, Alfie Allen, there's got to be better stuff out there my for thought, you. My thought, especially in terms of Megan Fox and Sydney Sweeney, was that like this must have filmed like pre COVID, like years uh-huh. and years ago. Mm-hmm. And then it's just coming out now. And yeah. so they've kind of each had like a resurgence in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. And so this was like, it's like how that movie with Timothy Chalamet and like Elle Fanning or somebody came oh. out really mm. late after mm. and he like looked so much younger and everyone was like, why sure. has he made this movie? And it's just because oh. it was really delayed. That was, I have no basis to back this up, but that no, was what I, I was thinking while I was looking at them being like, why are you in this? I get yeah. that. I also, I on the Netflix point, I think anytime you get a Netflix movie, you got to do it because mm. it's going like it, this movie was in the top 10 for whatever yeah. with the, the yeah, top 10. Right. And it's just like, everyone has Netflix. Everyone watches Netflix. Yep, so if right. Netflix offers you a movie, you do it. You, you know? can't say no. You can't say right. no. Yeah. Easy money. Uh, the next one is really small beans, but they <laughs> fall in love. You know, Benny and Debbie Ryan, AKA her name is Blair in this. And I have a lot of problems with their love story, but one of which <laughs> being that Benny is like, I've never met anyone like you before. And like prior to this, like 7 p.m., he was just like a college kid studying <laughs> econ. And Debbie Ryan is a vampire. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, probably right. You haven't met anyone like. And he's just, uh, anyway, he deserves better, but I digress. Um, what is the next low light? Uh, so Alexander Ludwig of The Hunger Games, uh, if you remember the tall, murderous blonde from the first mm. Hunger Games movie, that's him. And he's in this movie and I don't know what he's trying to do. He's doing like <laughs> sort of, you know, like the the genre of performance that's like, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal in mm. Nightcrawler Ooh, or like love that movie. Yeah. Johnny Depp doing anything or like somebody who's like, this is a small role, but like I'm going to really but let's bring something new to it. Yeah. That's uh-huh. what Alexander Ludwig thinks he's doing. He's doing like yeah. an accent and like a lisp. And like, he's also <laughs> like clearly trying to be like overtly bisexual, but then like, it's also like he's right. very gay, but then he hooks up with Lucy Fry and it's like, buddy, right. it just was, um, it was, it was a miss. It was a mess. Mm. He really thought he was going to be like the scene stealer. Uh, and he mm. was not, he was not. Yeah. Indeed. It felt very much like, I'm trying out for a role on Sons of Anarchy, but like, honey, that ended like five years ago. So it, yeah, don't. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't think he knew either. Uh, I don't think he, he did doing. either. <laughs> Not a lot of direction probably given. No. And yeah. 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 Probably. No. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of vision. <laughs> what else, Amelia? Also, I <laughs> thought this was interesting. I was watching this in the beginning and they have, you know, they're like starring this person in like, you know, productions. And it, uh, there is a, <laughs> it's like, a 42 and unique features production. And I, they tried to trick us with a 42 production. They thought, hey, maybe there's some dyslexic person who will think this is A24. I Honestly, was like, it looks fuck like you. It. It the does. 42 is really big. They almost got me. They you catching this is so funny. <laughs> I was you always got one eye. I do. And I was like, fuck you. And then I accidentally wrote A24 in the doc, but I had to That's switch how it around. That's Yep. And they got uh, me. So fuck you, 42 production. God. <laughs> You'll never be our real mom. <laughs> never. <laughs> um, and then also, I have no place to put this but here, but why does Netflix, it is, I don't, I truly need someone to like tap into Ted Sarandos or whatever his name is, his like files and ask and find out why Netflix continues to choose the most random people to go all in on. Debbie Ryan? 
Debbie Ryan? <laughs> it's kind of unbelievable. This is supposed like a star vehicle. This is Debbie Ryan's movie. It's honestly. It and she has not remember the insatiable that TV yeah. show she like that like crashed yes. and burned. And then I'm looking at her IMDb. Last thing last year she was in in a movie called Horse Girl. So it, I just don't know how they make those decisions. It's wild. And they do, they're do they doing that with that blonde Australian guy from Sex Life because they're giving mm. him a holiday movie. And I'm just like, why? No one cares. No one's Googling that man's name. No one's Googling Debbie Ryan's name. Why are you doing this? <laughs> do you think it's it worked with Vanessa Hudgens, you guys. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That's true. Maybe they know something that we don't know. Maybe Debbie Ryan <laughs> is the next great and we will all be oh, eating our mm. words soon. We'll see. We'll we see. will see. Yeah. Um, let's do what's aged the best and the worst. Quickly, the best is uh, people just love to make vampire stuff. In 2021 alone, there was four movies released about vampires. And it's a, you know, it's an evergreen topic, I suppose. But I'm just like, oh my God, how many times I got to see vampires suck a person's blood? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> make more about werewolves on the other Ooh. side of the Twilight. Sure. Pantheon, but into that. I, just like not really into it. And then the worst is on like a, a character personal front. I, I do think Benny will live to regret his decision. <laughs> I don't know how much choice he had in becoming a vampire, but mm. he met Debbie Ryan that night. And now he's going to be with her for eternity as a vampire. That's so and true. The end of the movie is like, he's walking out of his class. He was kind of the nerdy, you know, there's these two cool <laughs> kids in his class that like mm. kind of made fun of him at a club, yada, yada. They walk by him and they're like, oh my God, where have you been? How are you? And he's like, says something like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm busy. And then he walks into Debbie Ryan's car. It's this cool guy moment. Speeds off. I'm like, guys, they're going to go get their econ degrees and have like a lovely life. And Benny, you probably should have done the same. Damn. You know? It's You're true. right. You're yep. right. No, no, no. I worry for him. Yeah. Um, what else, Kate? Age uh, uh, the Worst is basically just like the, the cheapifying of the John Wick effect. Mm. Uh, the John yeah. Wick movies, you know, really popularize this very like neon lighting, sexy people killing people in clubs, like, yes, uh, like very little plot, but like a lot of style, like this kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of action movie. Yeah. And this is just like the worst possible, like bastardization of that form. Uh, yes. I feel like we've just reached like the bottom of it. We've got to stop like purple and pink and blue lighting does not a good movie make. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. You got to get Keanu in there. Like, it's not good. So, so true. So um, true. Again, them trying to trick us. I know. Yeah. It just, it it doesn't work. So no. Uh, no. that has aged the worst for me is the John Wick effect. Yeah. It's a good take. I agree. Yeah. Amelia? Uh, this is controversial, but. It is I, controversial. I know. I want, I want to like Megan Fox. I truly do. But I want to be real right now her only good movie is Jennifer's Body. And let's not Mm. pretend like she was some iconic Ots era actress who deserves another look. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it was fucked up that she was sexualized the way she was. But let's not pretend her IMDb page is just riddled with like Oscar winning performances. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just like, does she deserve another look? I mean, it's, it's just wild because people, I, they love to take a look, second look at, actors and actresses, which I I get, but it's like sometimes these people are acting like she was the second coming of Meryl Streep. And I'm like, no, she wasn't. (laughs) She's got a lot of stuff lined up too. It's definitely a Megan Fox era currently, obviously. And I'm again, looking at her IMDb, she's got three movies in post-production and she's filming two. Um, And yeah, yeah, she's back. Certainly. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, are those movies actual movies that will hit the theater or will they go to VOD? Yeah. It's questionable. We will see. It's, it's questionable. A question. Yeah. Um, shall we do MVP? Let's do it. Okay. Quickly, I'm giving it to Benny Perez, aka George Lindenberg mm. Jr. I hope he does more stuff. This is hopefully just the beginning for him, and he can this will be just a blip on in his career yes. later on. Uh yeah, I thought he was charming and nice. Agreed. Uh, my MVP is Alfie Allen uh, because, you know, after the first half hour of hearing like LA girls just Deliver the worst dialogue I've ever heard. Alfie Allen walked into this movie and said two words in his British accent. And I was like, thank God, this is a real actor. It was like hearing someone do Shakespeare on a stage. That was like the difference. I was like, you are just light years above everything else happening here. And it literally probably was just the accent. And that was just enough for me to be like, oh, actually, this is a real actor. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) But it worked. It worked. So he did bring some prestige. 
He did. He needed it. And also Alfie Allen has been in the John Wick movies. So like, Mm. you know, maybe he brings a little Mm. bit of legitimacy to this form. Yeah. You think he was on set being like, "Eh." that seems a little familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia, who's your MVP? I would say the city of Los Angeles. Lovely. It made me go, damn, LA looks great at night. And just like the aesthetic. And I, I don't know. I was just like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Agreed. Um, the lightning round. I wrote these <laughs> and I apologize that two of them are focused on Twilight, but I gotta <laughs> do it. I love it. I love it. In your guys' opinion, also I love Amelia, your answer to this. In your guys' opinion, <laughs> do the Cullens live in this extended universe? Kate. Uh my take is yes, but they're like the embarrassing, like extended family that no one in this movie talks to, you know, where they're like, <laughs> sure. they eat animals, you know? Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's my take. But Amelia, what are your thoughts? I said, sure. Yeah. I mean, Amelia doesn't why give not? a crap about No, I do care. I think, yeah, no, why not? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, great. Next question. Guess what? It's about Twilight again. Could the Cullen squad, that whole family, take mm-hmm. this weird ass group of unhinged vampires, maybe specifically Debbie Ryan and Lucy Fry, the two that are like on the killing rampage? Absolutely. I mean, Edward, first of all, Edward reads minds. Fucking uh, (laughs) Alice can see the future. Uh, Mm. Bella's got whatever shield bolt. Like they literally are like the Avengers. Like they have actual superpowers. (laughs) And these other vampires are just like running around biting people. I know, but Kate, the Cullens are so soft. They live in forks. These girls are in Boyle Heights running around (laughs) eating human flesh. Ooh. Okay, and the Collins are like, oh, we do deer on the weekends and hide in the <laughs> shadows. No, these girls are clubbing and also stabbing people in the back rooms wow. with their teeth. You know, I, I see think your they point. Take teeth. I see yeah. your point. I, you know, the energy. I think they they could put up a good fight, <laughs> but if the Collins decided to do literally anything, I think they would be toast. <laughs> see, I agree. I feel like if they wanted to yeah. turn it on, they could turn it on. Right? Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate your input. Um, <laughs> lastly, which actor in this movie is most likely to be a vampire in real life? Um, I think I read at- this question wrong. You did. Okay, so just skip over me. I was I like, know. wait, just wait, wait Google this man movie. really Forget it. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I didn't watch like the last 10 minutes of this movie. Full disclosure, I had a meeting. <laughs> and so I thought that Amelia's actor actually Oh, no. <laughs> I thought, well, it was which actor? Just in general. And I thought it was like, just in general. I'm sorry. I messed up. No, it's so I'm, funny. You have wait, to answer We have now. to talk about this. Did you actually say the question? Oh, I think I'll repeat it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which actor is most likely to be a vampire in real life? So the intent was from this movie, but Amelia thought any actor. <laughs> I feel really stupid now. Okay. No, just, I didn't put no. it. I didn't specify. Yeah. It could have been any actor. IRL. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Amelia, what did you put? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I feel like maybe John Cleese. <laughs> So then I was like, oh, John Cleese must show up at the end of this movie that I didn't watch. <laughs> okay, no, Kate, I will offline. I can't believe you didn't finish this stupid yeah, movie. Sorry. I had a meeting and I just couldn't, I couldn't start it again. I couldn't do it oh, to myself. Oh my um, God. Wow. John Cleese. He could be, a, he, he's been around a long time. That's yes. Now I'm picturing him in this movie. I thought he was like the final boss. Uh, now I'm just on like boss. Google images of John Cleese. I kind of want to stay here. I... I feel now like my answer is so much more boring. No. In the context of this movie, I think everyone would be like, oh, Megan Fox, vampire at home, machine mm. gun killer thing. Yeah. No, I think it's Alfie Allen. He has yes. some mm. weird supernatural vibes about him. And I think that he could be a vampire. No, like, he looks like definitely. he's never seen the sun in real life. <laughs> yeah. um, and doesn't sometimes. want to. Yeah. And like, yeah. de- is not missing out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I said yeah. Debbie Ryan because she said the exact same baby face for her mm. entire life. Yes. Um, but... Yeah. I think John Cleese, clear winner. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. the only answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Last category. <laughs> Let's do Tea Time's unanswerable questions. Amelia. Okay. So Pixar released the newest trailer for, or the only, the first teaser for the Buzz Lightyear movie. And we got our first look at Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. Obviously he's just voicing it, but we didn't even get Buzz's voice, which was just stupid. But, mm. um, and, Freaking Buzz is kind of a hottie. Um, I he's got a giant chin, a giant cleft chin. He's giving me like hot Jay Leno, like you know, if Jay Leno was hot, 
He's just like, he looks like an astronaut. Like, so like they <sighs> nailed the assignment. How do we feel about this new Buzz Lightyear character and trailer? If I use my entire hand to cover his chin, which yeah. he does take my entire hand. Yeah. Hot from like mouth up, thumbs up. Yeah. Well, However, if you cover the top of his face, the chin is like oh, just a whole nother head. They so, had to make the chin that way because right. the image that's, of Buzz Lightyear right. already exists. That's with the gigantic chin. They made him about as cute as they possibly could. I agree. Yeah. I agree. He's, He's got, got a little case chin scenario. dimple. That's cute. He looks yeah. like a bachelorette. A uh, contestant on The Bachelorette. He really does. He really know? does. Yeah. And he's got the name for it. And it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy's going to. What's his name? Is his name I think just Buzz, Buzz L. I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Amelia, I, on Amelia's Instagram stories, uh, she was doing like the whole Bachelorette profile. Because I have no oh, yeah. to, like, to give you some know? highlights, please. Because it was really good. <laughs> oh, it was just like, you know, love is alien to him, but he's hoping the bachelor. Ah! Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah <laughs> nice one. Just, thank nice you. One. Yeah, you know, because I've read really a lot does, of bachelor. He really bios. does look that way. He does. Um, he does. Yeah. Although I did see a tweet that was like Buzz Lightyear, like this Buzz Lightyear, like turns his body cam off. So that was tough. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no, oh no. What the? He fuck? does look a little. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, a little also, Trumpy, but it's why fine. would you break that here? Sorry, <laughs> you can cut that. It's really funny though. He does look like that. Uh, he's very like young Republicans, like at the college that you went to, like Damn. requesting oh, you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Well, now that's right. Sorry, <laughs> can't have literally anything. Okay, I have um, something for you though for my unanswerable okay. question. Go ahead. Uh, my question is: Do we need to start the Ben Affleck Oscar campaign wow. for the last duel? Wow. I was not here last week, so I did not get to talk about the last duel, which I saw right before I went on vacation because I had to write about the really bad hair. Right. Um. And guys, it's a good ass movie. Mm. It's actually really good. It basically is about uh, the way. Well, what Hunter Harris said on Twitter. Can't say it better myself. It's about bullying Matt Damon. Uh. So <laughs> we love a movie that love? bullies Matt Damon. What yeah. is not to love? <laughs> Ben Affleck just has like this incredible bleach blonde hair and goatee. (laughs) He spends half the movie just like having threesomes and being drunk and like wearing gold shoes. And uh, he just did not take it seriously at all. It's great. He's great. And I just need, I think I need a Ben Affleck Uh, Oscar campaign so that JLo like can be part of it. And, you know, I just like that feels like the next step for them. What's the genre of this movie? Drama? Yeah, it's like a medieval drama thing oh, with like Jodie Comer mm-hmm. and Matt Damon. Sorry, there's a lot of jousting, uh, but oh. it's good. So <laughs> I recommend I do. And I'm I'm in on Ben Affleck now. <gasps> so we'll see how long it lasts. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. wow. I'm, in on, I'm in on Ben Benifer and I'm in on his Oscar campaign for this movie. Okay. So they have to last through the new year just until when? February? I don't know. Yeah. February or March. Okay. They will. They will. Yeah. Amelia we, thinks they're forever. So I'm just going to say. Yeah, yeah. I do. I know love. that they're forever. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wettmeyer. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.